Hey, hey, hey. Hey, yes, guys. Oh. Hiya. So, we are back with a new show. Yep. The new year. Yep. Come on. Come on. I'm sorry if I'm shouting everyone's ears. But, yeah, yeah. so... Oh, thank you guys. Um, yeah, so we're back, guys, and you guys are listening to us. It's me, Stacy. Myself, too. And it is your man. Aww. Your neighbor, your lover. Again. That GDR, and it's a pleasure to be in your Aha. <laughs> So and guys, it's more confession. That's the best intro ever. Oh, man, go team. Um, you eventually got to put that in a in a sound stage sitcom script, man. Oh, sounds <laughs> pleasure to be in your ears. Hey, right, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> now, you think you could have told me? Nah, nah man. man, you know what I'm saying? I'm just inspired by the grace and going to let them walk through me, man. You know what I'm sure. Nah, I hear that. <laughs> So guys, it's actually so good to see all your faces again. I mean, no one can see that I'm seeing your faces, but it's good to hear your voices and see your faces. I've missed you guys. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's been a wild one. We're here and we're here again, but... So am I really just going to say I'm happy to see everyone's face and no one's going to say the same to me? Okay, I guess that's what we do. Because I feel like... I thought, I thought we were taking turns to speak. Because... <laughs> <laughs> like, if you want to, okay. like, personalise it, like, as a general, like, you know... But it's a pleasure to see your room, Stacey. Like, it makes my mind feel organized just looking at it. Because you're so clean, tidy, and like, your perspective on life is really- it's almost a reflection like, of the soul, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Such a kind-hearted soul will obviously have such a golden room. Honestly, honestly. It's insane. Like, if I could be a pillow <laughs> on the floor <laughs> underneath your bed, it's okay. <laughs> I already remember. I, I on the bed because that's too far. But underneath, just like acquiring dust. Like a monster. Right. <laughs> Don't worry. Maybe Don't worry. Thank a hormone monster. <laughs> <laughs> Bubble bath. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, great. 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 Thank you guys for that. I don't know why I set myself up for that. But no, lovely. Um, so let's get straight into it, guys. I'm excited. I'm excited. Phil, you're the one that's going to be singing the song for us today. Sir. All right, let's get into this. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Come on. Okay. All right. Make it, make it make sense. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Make it. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. And make it make sense. Make it make. Make it make it make it sense. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I want this. Can we make it last forever? Hey. Ooh, I don't know why the neighbors are coming to me, but I definitely know the song. Okay, then we can't win if you ain't got the name. No, wait, relax, then, isn't it? Relax! Maybe <laughs> can you help him? Let's <laughs> 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 
Oh, no, no right, it's going right. to annoy it's me so much. It's going to annoy me. Who am I? What am I? They, um, what is it? No, wait. Oh, wait. Let's give, let's give him at least 20 more seconds. The singer <laughs> isn't... All right, let's start with the artist. I don't know. Is it her? It looks like it's hurting you to think. <laughs> it is. Is it her? No. What is wrong with me? How could I say that? Am I dumb? Am I? Did I even go to school, fam? Boy, it's been so long. I remember, fam. Nah, Stacey, I have problems, you know. No, you don't. You're perfect. No, my friend. Hey, what's wrong with man? What's wrong with man? <laughs> <laughs> nah, Phil, I can't lie. I'm so blank. As soon as you say it, I'm going to be so annoyed at myself. Wait, Snow Allegra. Yes. What's yes! the song called? What's the song called? Ah, oh, you're going to kill me. <laughs> I made so much progress. Snow Allegra. <laughs> I hate you guys. Snow Allegra. What, do you not? You know, you, you find know someone Snow Allegra, like right? Find there someone. you go. I've been said in my whole life. I'm sorry, Snow. It took me so long. I'm sorry I heard that I brought your name into it when you weren't involved. I just heard a good song and I assumed it must have been you. I don't know. <laughs> it was painful to watch, bro. <laughs> Stacey, you know the song, right? Absolutely not. You're not Snow. No, no, the beat sounds good. I don't even know the artist, but the beat sounds good. It sounds like a nice oh. song, but I don't know. Oh, so- it appears you don't know this song. Okay. Um, yeah. I it appears thought, I don't know a lot of the songs we both do, but that's okay. No, real talk, real talk, yeah. I went through my library and I was like, I swear down, Stacey must know this song as well because this song was popular last year. But I guess I was wrong. <laughs> I guess you were. I guess I was wrong. Right. <laughs> well, well done, David. You got there in the end. What's yeah. That? Took us a while. Go team. But yeah, man. That's our intro song. Shall we get into today's subject? Peace. Now, I'm going to ask you both a question, which I already know the answer to, but for the purposes of our audience listening in, have you watched the latest Pixar movie film, Soul, starring Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey? And also Angela Bassett. <laughs> you just want to get rid of all the black women. No, Phil. <laughs> You're a waste, man. On, You're a waste man. If we're talking leading roles in that film, Phil, I hit the mark. If we want to talk about, if we want to talk about everyone that's in the film, we're going to be here for a man a long time. Who played Jamie Foxx's mother, Phil? Who played the mother? Who played the mother, Phil? You don't know because you respect black women. <laughs> you know that you're going to mention the white woman, Tina <laughs> <seen a> Fey. <laughs> No, great. Yes, I watched it though. <laughs> Thank you, Stacey. Thank you. It's okay. Oh, bring, yeah. bring us back. That's important. <laughs> but yeah, so you guys, obviously, we watched it. Let's go around and say our reaction to the film in general, starting with, of course, the queen that is Stacey Ampia Roberts. Are you sure we don't want to start in alphabetical order? Because. Ampia? I mean, I wanted to start in alphabetical first name order. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're first, David. Depper. No. Well, you know, you know, if we if we if 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 we're speaking Latin, I I, Yeah, you're right, you're right. It's me. You're right. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right, you're right. Well, um I'm 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 sorry for dragging it out, but I didn't want to start first because I didn't have the most positive reaction to the movie. 
Okay. I know. I know. I know. I know. That's just, you know, it just did. What is the word? Nothing for me. I tried twice, twice to watch it and try to understand where it was going, but I got nothing much from it. Like it was, it was all right. It was all right. I'll leave it at that. I was, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. It was all right. I was like, "Mm, okay, Phil. (laughs) How does this film compare to Happy Feet? Don't even, it doesn't compare. I'm raising my voice. Nah, it's too late. It's all right. It doesn't compare to Happy Feet. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Don't they have similar stories? Nope. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, you know, this is another one of those films that you hear a lot about before you watch it, um, especially if you're on social media. Um, so I had high hopes going into it because everyone had been talking so much about it. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, watching it full HD um, on a big TV is an experience because like I was I was so engrossed by the animation of it mm. to see Pixar movies like that is mm. nuts and the fact that it looks so real and the characters still look like like cartoons <laughs> which is something that I just I couldn't help but admire and I, I just had, I found myself I found my eyes drifting looking at all the different textures and it's like I remember a time when everything every texture looked the same <laughs> sorry I'm, I'm just getting I'm just getting into it but like um, story wise um, I really enjoyed it um, I it wasn't what I expected it to be because I didn't I didn't watch the trailer but it was it was cool it was it was a, it was a, it was a good film I'm, I'm not really an emotional person when it comes to watching films besides Pursuit of Happiness but yeah I'm, I mean people were crying that was their responses. People um, found people. It really hit people. A lot of people's lives, and I thought, yeah, it's just one of those films I guess can transcend, well, should anyway. And we'll get into that later, but it transcends, you know, cultures, race, and everything. Like it's just really about what it means to be human. So it's rare you find a project like that that just speaks to people. Um, but yeah, I, I really, I really liked it. Um, I won't watch it again, not on purpose anyway. But I really liked it. That's dope, man. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm in the, I'm in the same boat as you, Phil. And in fact, obviously, being uh, a student of Jamie Fox, I was excited from the film from like the very early days. Like Jamie Fox and Disney Pixar. Oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing ever. Um, but yeah, I came around to watching it, and yeah, watched it with the brothers as well around the Christmassy time. It was, it was all just the perfect context for good vibes and the pleasant experience, which it definitely provided. I, I flip and loved it, man. And why I loved it is what we're going to get into. It's the, yeah, it was the performance and the animation, but it was the theme because Pixar, Disney, they're known for their like strong themes about life that really make you go, hmm, I thought I was just watching a cartoon. Why am I reflecting on my life's choices? You know, that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, um, let's discuss the theme of it a bit because we had a little bit of a tada tete in the group chat earlier, and I, 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 
I was surprised by uh, Stacy's happenings, but um, um, Phil, let's go to you first. What 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 about the theme spoke to you? Or what would you say the theme of that film was? Um, I guess the theme of the film was centered around purpose um, and why we do what we do, why we continue to do what we do, why we want to do what we do. Um, I think it was, it was centered around that because you know it started with it started with um, you know music and everything, and then it got into something deeper than that, which is well living and these experiences that we have. Um, so I think it was cool that the film didn't take any way from, anything away from um, music while saying that listen, there's more to life than the thing that you think you're good at. Um, I think I think it was cool how they did the whole the zone thing. Like that was amazing how. Um, they showed how artists or anyone like when they're doing something and they're really into it they get into the zone where it's like they kind of escape their body type thing um, so I related to that feeling and I know that feeling I know um, that when I'm when I'm really into something that I'm doing um, I can almost forget about a lot of different things and I guess it's like the way the, the main character Joe he, he closed his eyes when he, when he was doing this stuff obviously the, the things that I do I don't close my eyes because that would be stupid but um, it feels like my eyes are closed on a lot of things in the world, if that makes sense. Like, for example, I may forget to eat when I'm in the zone. And I just, I forget that I'm hungry. It's not that I, I, I'm not hungry, I just forget I'm hungry. So I, I, just, I forget about certain things. And then when, some, when someone brings you out of the zone, it's, it's kind of hard to get back into it. But when you're, when you're in there, you're in there, in it. So there's that. And then there's also um, the journey that Joe goes on is a journey that um, I went on um, some years ago when like I kind of made I kind of made um, film and TV and um, my creative pursuit um, an idol in my life and it was like I'm born to do this like this is this is the thing I'm supposed to do like but um, it's just like yeah just because you're good at it doesn't mean that like, that's not the thing you're born to do does that make sense um, then I started to just you know I went on a, a journey of you know I'm just gonna appreci- appreciate life and, and living really um, but yeah I just think I think I think it's just dope you have, you know, you have a character who is afraid to die, and a character who's afraid to live, and you put them together, and it's just, it's beautiful. Come on, Come on. yeah, that's it, that's it. And soul it. had a lot of soul, yeah, <laughs> had a lot of soul for real, man. Definitely, definitely. I, th- I think for me, the theme can be summed up as like exploring, you know, life versus or just living versus living because you have a purpose or a passion attached to it you know it's like if you don't have a passion or a purpose attached to it is life really worth it is 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 there anything more and and they really hit home the point of just being alive and taking in the day-to-day taking in creation and connection with people like all of that it, it was it was just it's a beautiful reminder and definitely I, I I echo a lot of the things you were saying about going on that journey yourself. Like it's something that, you know, being honest, I struggle with even still, even though like I, I've gotten to the point where I acknowledge that, okay, this isn't my purpose, but it's still something I definitely want to do. And, you know, even though I didn't cry at the film, there was there were, there were definitely moments where I really empathised with Joe's character when he would say things like, if I'm not doing this, then I don't know if I want to live. And like, even even till now, that that's like 
speaking honestly, that's still true to me, you know, in terms of like, if I'm not doing these things, if I'm not here, then I find it very hard to appreciate whatever else is going on in life because, you know, some extent as much as you know it's a disney film and they glamorize like the simplicity of life life is also a very tough thing and it's a tough world to live in and you know there's real issues that that you know um as you mentioned once you're focused on your passion or something you can really close yourself off to those things so it it it, it, soul came with a very strong argument for appreciating life but there is still you know as we know living in this world still an argument for the 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 difficulty of it but ultimately i think that what stands true is definitely a, a, a gratitude for living at all still needs to be there because ultimately it anchors you and it it saves you almost when things aren't going right with your purpose or your passion or whatever. But that's what that's what I took for it. But I'm going to go to Stacy now. How, how did the theme or what what did you feel the theme was and how did it speak to you, Queen? Um, me personally, I love hearing what you guys have to say. Actually, I love hearing that perspective on it because. I think like Phil mentioned before, like there was a lot of buzz about it on social media and I was very excited um, seeing the cast and seeing the fact that it was um, a black man that was starring in it as well. Um, I started watching it and I was really into it. I was really interested in it. Um, I loved the concept of the way they presented death, especially to like a young audience. I really loved the way they did that. I thought that was really dope. I like the, even the fact that they showed like animals there and like how like kids get their souls into their bodies. It was very, it was nice to see. It was cute. It was, it was nice. I thought it was really interesting how like they managed not to bring any type of adversity in terms of like the, like they they steered away from faith and religion really well if that makes sense like i was like you guys made it make sense and you didn't add anything to do with faith in it but it's like i get it like i get it even as a christian i'm like it still makes sense like i still get where you guys are going and where you guys are coming from um so that's one thing that i took from it that um i really i liked not really but i liked um uh in terms of uh, the whole purpose part of it i started to get a bit confused when it got there because i was like wait what i was like wait what where are we going guys i was like are you guys are you guys trying to destroy me right now like i was like what your purpose ain't it all i remember is i like your purpose ain't what you're supposed to be living for and i was like oh <laughs> right <laughs> Right. I remember that. I was like, hmm, right, right. And that made me really, like, reflective. That did make me reflective. Um, I got kind of bored of it when they went to the real world again and the, was it 22? Went into Joe's body. Mm. Um, that's when I started to be like, oh, I, like, I don't know. There was something about the story that I just didn't feel drawn to anymore. I was like... I don't know. I can't explain it even because I, like I said previously, like I've watched it twice and still my reaction stays the same. Mind you, I slept at the end every single time. So I don't know what that means. 
every single time I slept at the end. And when it came to like the last part was 22, I I remember sleep, like I slept, but I remember um, what happened? She got lost somewhere mm-hmm. and I didn't get it. And Joe went away and Joe left her. Like when she got lost, Joe left her, but I got told that Joe came back for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you missed yeah. that. <laughs> I missed that part. That's I cool. missed that part. So there's, there's, there's like a realm where um, it's kind of it's, it's the same place that people go when they're in the zone. They go there temporarily, and it's like being so detached from reality. And they basically it kind of went into something that I think was kind of cool that they explained that um, there's obviously the downside of going into the zone because um, you, you become so detached from the point of living. If that makes sense, you're just mm-hmm. so into doing one thing that you really forget about the whole point of living. Um, and that's how he was able to go and go after 22 because he went into the zone on purpose and then yeah but I get, I, get what you, I get what you mean I get what you mean yeah no thank you for elaborating because God knows I wasn't paying attention someone's got to tell these people what it's about because my days but I mean, yeah it's not tell- it, do you know what I mean like it's still, it's still, <laughs> it's, it's still a simple story and you, you just fell asleep in it I guess right <laughs> <laughs> I really felt like I was watching the Da Vinci Code at one point, I was like, whoa, like, what's happening here? But, <laughs> but at the end, like, when it finished, I was like, he just, he came back to life, you know, you get me? Like, okay. Mm. You get, I would have liked if he died, but I think that's just me. But I, I, I don't know, I just feel like, I, but not for the fact of him dying, just for the fact of, like, us being given this reality to deal with but I mean it's a kids show again so like mm-hmm. do kids have to deal with that right now maybe not it's completely their choice <laughs> but I would have liked to be like he didn't come back to life and like I would have liked to see how they would have like shaped that and given it to us but yeah like I said wasn't bad wasn't great for me I was just like okay okay but I'm glad you guys took so much out of it beautiful and the topic of purpose and like oh what you guys are saying like your purpose can like blind you from actually living life and seeing separate things and experiencing life to its fullest I thought your purpose was supposed to allow you to experience life to its fullest what's happening <laughs> you know what it is I think they, they really touched on something that um obviously the film isn't about this nuance of a conversation it's, it's, it's about something different but what they're trying to basically get everyone to understand is we basically create a a, uh, a gray area and a blurred line between what you're good at and your purpose mm. so people just think oh if i'm good at something i'm I was born to do that i'm meant to do that that's the thing i should do but that's not the, that's not your reason for living that's just something that makes your living more exciting basically mm-hmm. but yeah i think that's i think that's even a topic for christians to even get into because too many people are stuck in that paradigm where they just think that oh, if I'm good at this, then I'm not supposed to be doing this. You can be good at it, but that don't mean that don't really mean much in terms of the bigger picture of your life. But mm-hmm. yeah. so, can I ask you guys one thing then? So, okay. how do you know what your purpose is if you guys do know the answer to that question, or if you know an answer alluding to the question? Like, if it's not what you're good at then what do you think your purpose is or how do you come to know what your purpose is? Um, thank you, Stacey. This is a question that has eluded me for many, for pretty much the whole time I've been in this, as I call, wilderness of, of, of 
figuring out my life and trying to, you know, push into something whilst it not working and trying to keep myself sane during all of that. Um, the idea of purpose really hit home and it's, it's something that I feel has not, not on purpose, but it has been almost abused to an extent in the, for me growing up, growing up as a Christian in church, like they'd hit home purpose, purpose, like, oh, you're so good at this. Listen, this is what you should be doing for God and it'll take you there, you'll fly and everything. Like that was the kind of stuff fed to me. And so I, I ran with it, whether it was acting or rapping or writing, like I was like, yo, I love it. I'm good at it. I'm gonna do it for God and everything's gonna work out. That just didn't occur or hasn't really occurred to, 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 to the extent that I wanted to at least so um, so yeah I've just been in a weird place so, okay so if that's not my purpose then what is mm. um, it, 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 it's, it's been a long process but I've, I've kind of what I did was I, I, I got like a bunch of scriptures that kind of guide towards or hint towards how you can find your purpose I think ultimately it's a conversation with God that's an understanding it's like it's, it's one of them things where it's like okay how do you know who you're supposed to marry or how do you know this how do you know that it's like you have to have that peace with God that peace with yourself and just like trust in it you know I don't know if it's ever going to be a hundred percent it might be more of that 50-51 having said that there are clear scriptures that say things like our purpose is simply to glorify God so whatever that looks like whatever that is for us like we're just here to glorify God. Like our existence, we were created to reflect God's glory. So that 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 is pivotal to to our existence as as people. I believe anyway. Um, but beyond that, like it talks about how God has given us this, God has given us that, and beyond that, it's like I I I I have a desire to do something. I have a desire to to use what God's giving me towards something and I, I believe there's an intention behind that and I believe scriptures back that up there's a scripture I'm paraphrased because obviously I'm not a bible but there's a scripture that says it's God that's given us the desire to do the things that are good so I think that is also a way to kind of you know reflecting on that desire and like weighing it up on whether it's good by seeing what what the Bible describes as good is a good way to point towards whether something you want to do can be tied to your purpose and I think your purpose can be many things so it's to glorify God but it's also this desire that I want to pursue like and in, in my belief that you can choose to follow you know like for me my purpose isn't acting but I'm going to act as long as I'm alive. I don't care. That's that's just like I'm going to do. And it's it's going. I'm going to see how we can glorify God with it. I'm going to see. I'm going to help people with it. Like that. That becomes a purpose in and of itself. Not necessarily that God, you know, wrote down on the stone tablet that you will act in this, this, that. But it's more a case of me weighing up what God has given me, what I want to do, the fact that I'm alive. Then I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take this and run with it, you know. And wherever God wants me to go with it or without it I'm, I'm all is but for now do you know what I mean like I'm just gonna you know so so I spoke for a long time I thought I made a little bit of sense but I can also 
share that purpose I made a whole like purpose worksheet that I shared with the brother dev and everything that just had all these things I was supposed to share out with more people but I get really insecure about these things which is bad but anyways there are people on the podcast you don't know what I'm talking about you are <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man it's 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 a really really it's a really great thing for me I'm gonna stop talking now and mute my mic and drink some more that's amazing I get what you're saying though what I'm getting from and correct me if I'm wrong but what I'm getting from you is that um purpose for you let's say it's to glorify God but the things you're good at is a vehicle to do that yeah 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 okay yeah, cool beautiful yeah. Phil what about you I can't lie David said a lot I don't know the question <laughs> <laughs> you whore that's I know, okay, because okay. no, what you said was necessary, but I, I actually don't want to go and just start chatting. I just want to know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's completely fine. Basically, I wanted to know that, like, when it comes to purpose, if I even remember the question myself, um, in terms of, yeah, purpose, like, how do you know what's your purpose? Like, basically, this is the question. How do you know what's your purpose? Um... So we we kind of spoke about this when we had um, um, when we had the, the episode with Cotton. Yeah. Um, we talk about purpose, um, and something that I said then and I say now is um, obviously depends on depends on your faith. But from obviously our point of view, you don't know your purpose without consulting the manufacturer because everything has everything. There's a reason for everything being created. Um, the first ever sermon I preached, I preached about purpose. So I could sit here and go on and on and on about what, what purpose and the theology behind everything and everything. But I'll just, I'll simply say, I mean, everything that is has its purpose. Like everything was created for a reason. Um, and I, I'm not trying to go out, I'm not trying to go with the logic of God created everything that we see in our house and everything. No, not, not that. But literally, even if you have a designer, um, architect, everything had a reason for its creation and that's where it was created. Um, so that's what purpose is. And so if you go with what the Bible is saying, then it's exactly what David said about your, your primary your primary purpose above all is to, glor- um, is to glorify God and that God will be glorified through your life. Um, and then exactly what David said, everything else you do after that is simply a choice. Like it's not, um, obviously living in your purpose is obviously a choice as well, but um, everything about you deciding to, you know, go along and use a skill that you've been given or um, to develop a new skill or to do pick that career or marry that person or this person, they're all simply choices that um, we, we we should just basically pray and just make sure we're aligned with what God wants for our, our lives, basically, because God said that he will order our steps, if that makes sense. Um, so we're we, we going to take them, we're going to take them, but, you know, we got older them. So, um, yeah, they're, they're, just, they're just simply choices. Um, like, I, I can say for, for myself, um, I've always been someone who's never been bad at anything, and I've always been good at a lot. So the idea of purpose when I was younger and people doing what they were good at and considering that their purpose didn't sit well with me because for me it was like, well, what do I pick? If that makes sense, like I'm good at so much, what, what am I supposed to pick? Like, but then um, I decided to just go along with one type of thing, and that wasn't necessarily film, but film is the avenue I used to do that one type of thing, and that one type of thing is um, essentially um, reaching people, connecting with people, um, and just basically fellowship. But um, and what the, the Latin word koinonia, which is basically the gra- gathering of people, basically and communion and all that. So 
Um, it's just that's that's what I'm doing, and for me doing that, I'm doing film and TV as a director because I want to tell stories and touch people, but also preaching, um, and also you know just just being out here, in it, just being with, with God's people. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you look confused. But <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. I understand exactly what you're saying. I understand. I thought I could hear something. Sorry. That's the only thing I was like listening for something. But no, I understand exactly what you're saying. You guys are really schooling me right now. No, because like I said, it took me like, like by surprise when I heard what they said in the movie and about like purpose not being the reason. I was like, no, but still. And to think I'm 26 and you guys, I felt like, you were stealing something. From, I thought like they were stealing something from me, man. <laughs> Wait, what? Stealing? Yeah, like, I felt like they were trying to shake me back into reality and I just wanted to live in La La Land. Like, <laughs> I, I felt like they were stealing my innocence. I was like, guys, yeah, I want to be, be a fool in love. Like, let me love this <laughs> life that I've, that I've, like, built for myself. And then it shook me. I was like, yeah, bye. Yeah, go. And then he came back to his body and I was like, okay, Joe. Go on, Joe. <laughs> Listen, th- th- here's the thing, yeah. Whether you decide to quote unquote live in your purpose or not, it doesn't really, um, it doesn't really impact how hard your life is going to be. You just have to pick your heart. It's hard to live in your purpose, and it's hard to to, to just live. Period. So, mm-hmm. the hard is going to be hard, isn't it? Like anyone that decides to like not find out what their purpose is, or um, or not decide to like live in their purpose, or they don't have an obsession with purpose. I, I ain't mad at them. It's like, bro, if you just want to enjoy life, go, go ahead and do your thing. Like, it's not a bigger deal. But then, obviously, if you're a Christian, then obviously it's, it's, it's a bigger deal than that. But, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it is what it is, kind of thing. Just real quick, I would be remiss if I didn't say this, actually, just having thought about what I just said. Um, and that's... I would encourage people to discover their purpose and live in that. Um... But at the same time, I'm not mad if you don't want to. I'm not. I'm not gonna like. It's not something that's gonna be on my head. I'm not gonna try and chase you um, and everything. But I would encourage people as much as I can, without it being um, a nuisance. Without being a nuisance, but like, because one, there's one Mark Twain um, quote that I, I essentially live by, and that there's, there's two most important days in your life: the day you're born and the day you, you figure out why. So if people can figure out why they're born, I would encourage them to do that because I think there's a different way that like life just operates differently when you figure out why you're born um, and why you're here and what your purpose is for living. Um, and I feel like you you realize how much it impacts your everyday situation and not just a bigger picture. Um, for example, myself, when I'm talking about, I want to connect with people and I want to um, bless people's lives. Um, and ha- make them laugh, cry, make them feel stuff. Um, I can't, I can't talk about doing that on a bigger scale without doing that in my media community, if that makes sense. So that's something that I just, I'm very mindful of and try to make sure that I, you know, I encourage people to live in their purpose. But hey, I'm not going to come fight you in it. Get me? Because yeah, in this life. But hey. Nah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Because as you're saying that, I was like so true once i started to kind of recognize what my purpose was or what i believed my purpose was everything became a little easier for me personally like the little decisions i make in my life 
it wasn't as hard to make decisions. Like I didn't have to struggle as much to kind of figure out the direction that I wanted to go in with my life as well. And saying no to things was so much easier. Like setting boundaries. One thing my purpose has allowed me to do is really set boundaries. And I absolutely love the idea of boundaries. My purpose also gives me clarity and clarity is, as I like to say, my drug of choice. Like if anyone wants to please me in this life, just be clear with me. Let's just know where we stand. Let's know how we work in this life together. If if we're supposed to be together, that's okay. If we're not supposed to, that's okay. Uh, like, but my purpose has helped me figure out all of these little things in my life. And nah, big vibe, man, big vibe. I would like, also encourage. Yeah. Even even what you're saying about um, like being with people, um, like when when you're just, when you're realizing what your purpose is and what you're supposed to be doing in this life, it makes things like deciding who you're going to marry and who you're who you're going to be with um, a lot easier because you know a lot of people like to operate on vibes and feels and everything. But if there's an overarching question of can I do the long haul with you, like everything I'm trying to that I'm trying to do in this life, can I do it with you? Then mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? It's it's a lot it's a lot easier to decide whether you're going to do that or not. So it's important that you said that. No, I like that you even added that marriage and who you're going to be with. Scream it, man. Scream it about vibes and feels. Bye. Bye. (laughs) No, because I don't like, I'm like, bye all my days. Actually, not to take away from what we're talking about right now, because I do want to ask you guys whether you guys have also watched Bridgerton. Not going to watch that. No. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. No way. Is it? I'm not mad at it. I think it's overrated, but that's just this. I thought you you like it. (laughs) Agreed. I like it that much. Why'd you bring it up? Because I just wanted to know if you guys liked it. Like, I wanted to know if I'm just like an anomaly, as I seem to be sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I understand this appeal to some extent, but me and period pieces were a hit and miss, personally. So I just said... And especially when it's like a drama and everything's like 40 minute episodes, I'm just not gonna do that unless I need to put something on whilst I'm sleeping, but then I'd rather put on the same thing. The only drama series that I really watch watch is This Is Us, and that's coming to the end. So, you know, I had to stop. Wow. Why? Yeah. It's, just, it's done its run, isn't it? No, David said that he had to stop watching it. Oh. Yeah, no, it just made me sad, man. It's a beautiful story, great acting, amazing writing. I love it so much that I had to let it go. You know when you love something, you just have to let it go sometimes. Mm. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> Period. Yeah, Period. There's not many people I speak to who don't have that reaction about this as well. So, yeah, mm. it, it hits a lot of people, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. How many seasons does it have? I think it's on its fifth and final one, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's not bad at all. That's not bad at all. The type of show I need to watch when I'm like happy, basically. <laughs> and I haven't been yet, so. Cut. I hear that. <laughs> Don't make me cut. I mean, it probably doesn't help that there's a character in there who's an actor as well, so. Yeah, no. <laughs> And then the Toby character, boy, fam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Toby goes through it, yeah. Man. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, David. No, that's cool. What? What? I'm so sorry. What? I'm so sorry. What? 
Come, come, come. Do you guys have a ranking of like your favorite animations? And if so, where would Soul rank on your animations list? Ooh, well, if we're talking about anime as well, then it's quite low. Oh, no, no. Can't, it can't compete with anime. No, not with anime. It's difficult. You're talking, talking about like Pixar and them, man. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Fair. <laughs> yeah. I said fair. David, do you have do you have a place where I lost? I, th- I think it's pr- up pretty high, to be honest. Um, okay. Like, sentimentally, I'll always be connected to the early pics of, like, Toy Story and all of that stuff. But as as a story and particularly the theme, I think it's easily top five, man. Because there's films that you watch and just, like, enjoyable, and I loved this as a kid. And, like, yeah, Toy Story had its themes too. But then Soul's one of them that's, like, it actually shines a mirror on your own life and for a project mm. like that you gotta give it definitely and, and then even even how groundbreaking it is in terms of like mm. how they captured blackness in the film yeah 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 literally amazing so in, in those aspects I'll, I'll have, I have to give Soul its flowers but I, I didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed other films so there's that Fair enough, I think fair enough. The film that I've enjoyed the most, that animation, is still mm. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Like, there's nothing else that compares to that. That's, that's fair. I guess. <laughs> there's nothing but, else. But, geez, I think for me, it would be like... Is it worth saying? I don't even think it's worth saying, because it's not, <laughs> it's not even top film. 20. You're going to trash the film. <laughs> it's not even top 20, so that's there's no point in me even naming a number. It's all right. Like. Okay. Fair how, how would you guys compare it to Inside Out? I, I loved Inside Out. Hmm? I don't watch Inside Out. Oh, you didn't watch Inside Out? I'd no. recommend it, especially if you like I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch it. Well, that's okay. Can I ask why? There's, there's, there's nothing about that film that makes me want to watch it. Sorry. Like you know when they do you know when they do marketing, they do they do posters, they do trainers. Mm. You know, that you, you see stuff on social media people talk about it I still yeah. don't want to watch it yeah fair enough it's like a Christopher Nolan film I'm just not I'm good <laughs> fair enough yeah that's alright you know that's but, good Stacey do you, you see the link between this film and Inside Out yeah it was I think they had the same director did they I didn't even yeah <laughs> I think they had the same director but um I I really enjoyed Inside Out, man. I really loved Inside Out. It's a story that I think really helps um, explain like how emotions work to kids. Yeah. In mm-hmm. su- it's such layman terms that okay. everyone can enjoy it. Like it yeah. was just, it was fun. And that's yeah. what, I do you know what I think, what this was missing for me is like, there wasn't a lightheartedness that I normally like with my animation. Mm-hmm. I like my animation of like a side of lightness and yeah. this one came with a lot of like gl- not gloom and doom but it was a, it's a bit dark it's a little bit dark for me <laughs> a little bit just a little bit it's, it's, a, mature, it's a mature film it's a film mm. that's like it's meant to I think it's meant to be multi-generational yeah no that. by all means by all means but you know I think Inside Out could work that way as well they literally have these sugar. colorful, these colorful characters that are the mascot for the film. That they're not even human. Like there's no way that could be multi-generational. No, but that's the thing. This is why you gotta watch it. This is why you gotta watch it. Because, 
it speaks to you. When you start watching it, it speaks to you. You think it's something else. You get into it, you're lost, man. You're lost. Damn it, you're lost. There's but no, that's a marketing issue. Actually, let, let's, yeah. not, let's not. Let's not. Let's not. You as a you that you didn't yeah, want to watch because right. you're not a you. <laughs> the thing is, no, that's not the reason why I don't want to watch it. I, there's, there's a lot of things that I watch or indulge in that people will consider made for kids. This mm. show, I it's just I, I I I can't pinpoint it. It's just not appealing to me. That's right. It be that way sometimes. It actually yeah. be that way. What about you, David? Though. Yeah, no, I, I really love that film. You know, funny enough, like when I first watched it, I was, I just fell asleep. I just think I wasn't connected at all. I just, I was gone in like the first yeah. few minutes. It was one of them ones. Then I didn't come back to it until this year where I just like me and my bro, because he fell asleep as well, we're watching it together. <laughs> and we're like, actually, we need to finish that film, don't we? <laughs> and we just, we slapped it on. And then by the end, we're like, oh man, damn. That was real, man. Because again, the theme is like obviously exploring emotions and stuff, and it it hits home on the purpose of all your emotions. It 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 gives a purpose to things like sadness and things like that. And it's just like these are key things to keep us sane as humans is to understand why do I feel sad sometimes and is that okay? And for them to explore that and explain that through animation is just a testament to how great Pixar can really be. Uh, mm, 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 My mm. thing is, yeah, is when the emotions start taking over, that's what got me. I was like, mm. it's like when you give a leeway to emotions to take over and then mm. you're stuck in it. You're stuck into it, in it until like another one comes and takes place or like they all can live harmoniously together. Phil, why are you laughing though, bro? Phil, like, hey, Phil. I'm sorry, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at you guys. I'm not laughing at you guys. I'm mm. sorry. I, I was just looking at the film on IMDb, yeah? And I'm looking at the poster and I was thinking, I was getting woke in it because, you know, it's all, they always have like a short guy to be the angry guy in it. But like, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I looked at um, Sadness, yeah? And I was like, why does she look like Phyllis from The Office? <laughs> <laughs> yes! Fam, she's out, voiced Phyllis by the Phyllis answer. from The Office. <laughs> she's voiced. She's voiced by her. I, I, I still threw it. I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> Fam, it, it was one of the most perfect castings, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, that's good, that's good. She actually looked like Phyllis. Oh, my days. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So you guys do your thing. You guys do your thing. No, that's it for me, man. That's it. It was it was a vibe. I'd love to hear in what everyone had to say as well. Like yeah. you guys have enlightened me, but I'm not gonna watch it again. But no, I appreciate <laughs> everything that did, you guys have said. Did you hear about like the racial commentary about it? Oh, is it that people do you know what? One of my friends mentioned that why is it that <laughs> a black man or a black character can't stand alone? Why is it that they have to add a white character to be able to like market the movie? And I was like, oh, I'm not ready for that. Like, <laughs> they just destroyed my hopes and dreams. Like, yeah. am I going to the racial part of it as well? Let's do it then. What about you? What, what do you guys think about it? Yeah. <laughs> I got you first. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, I mean, to, to your friend's question, I think it's kind of self-explanatory, let's be real white people still like having a white character really helps the marketing let's, let's not front and when it's a white character like tina fey the legend that is tina fey do you know what i mean your marketing half of it is already done so let's let's not let's not let's not be naive about that like i know we want to be woke but let's not be naive um but then you know 
I hear what people are saying in terms of like a white character, but 22 is not a white character. It's, she just has a white woman's voice. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I get I get the rage and people are like, oh, you know, the white savior complex, all that stuff. I understand where they're coming from, yeah. But I mean, it's, there's even a line of dialogue in, in the film where 22 actually says she could have any voice, not she, but it could have any voice that it, that it could that it wants to have but it chose the voice that would annoy him the most and let's be real if this song came out in 2020 yeah what voice would annoy a black man the most a white woman let's not front so if if, <laughs> if if 22 did not sound like a white woman then that line didn't make any sense let's not front do you know what I mean uh, so like I said I understand you know the saver comp- white saver complex and everything I don't get me wrong I understand where people are coming from I just feel like sometimes we really we're really sensationalizing race um, conversations, and it, it just doesn't it doesn't need to be all that. Like if you talk about the purpose of the film and the purpose of the film being about purpose and all that stuff, cool. But then when we talk about the race issue, it's it's so it's so techy because it's like a white man was the lead director on it, so obviously it was co-directed. But the white man who directed Inside Out directed this film as well. And we talk about all the blackness that's in this film. It, it it's just it's. I'm back to monologue here, but it's just it's so stupid the fact that um, people people say stuff about the, the the race of the film, but then obviously a white man directed it, and that means okay, cool, they wouldn't want a white man to direct it. So it's like, would you want me to direct it? Why would you want me to direct it over a white man who's been to New York? Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Why? Because I'm black. Then it's like, no, we want a black American to direct it. So it's like, no, okay. So you just want you want what you want. You just want to you want to <laughs> see your own story on film, and you can't fathom the fact that someone else has their own story. And it's just, uh, yeah, that's that. I'm not gonna lie. That 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 conversation frustrates me. But I feel like it's an important conversation to have because sometimes just enjoy the film in front of you. Like, <laughs> ah, just enjoy it. But yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. David, what did you think about race? I agree with Phil. That's so. That's uh, I hate you. That's it. That's it. Not which Phil I'm agreeing with? I'm safe. <laughs> I'm joking. Nah, man. Uh, yeah, but definitely I echo what Phil said about um, getting too getting too touchy with it. Like I understand how it looks if you're looking at it like that. You know, you got. Um, the princess and the frog and then you got this film with disney ones with the black people in it and she becomes the frog and he becomes the soul and you know all all of that stuff so if you really look at it you're like what's going on here but if 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 you look at what what was this film about what did i get from this film race isn't the be all and end all of the film it's not yeah yeah it's 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 a stake it's it's inclusion it's showing that there's black people in the world you know it's it's not a show about it's not a film about uh black people per se it's about people it's about life the human experience um so yeah it's uh I think it worked as a film and I think that they did well with the black animation I think Angela Bassett was fantastic um I just I I I ain't mad at it so I'm done like it's just one of them ones like if they didn't involve that barbershop scene and everything people would be mad 
yeah. just like everyone you just you, you want to be mad <laughs> you want to enjoy your film it's a bloody Pixar film it's not like woke, the woke revolution film like yeah. do you know what I mean there's no mention of George Floyd why is everyone so pissed about it but yeah oh gosh yeah, I, I think that's too much. Oh, gosh I think that's too much yeah, anyway. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, it's been a very, very interesting conversation. Thank you, guys, man. Thank you, guys. But I think we're going to call it a day. No, 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 no. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Energy. Because we, we ain't done one in a minute. Let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Oh. We have to keep going. We'll keep going. We want to keep going with. We want to keep going. We want to keep going. Are y'all scared? Are y'all scared? What's going on? Let's do this. Let's do I'm, this. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I'm here. I'm also what, 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 what What's everyone watching right now? Like, anything that stands out? What, what are you really enjoying right now? Ooh. David, take it away. That's a tough question because I'm kind of cheating. I'm kind of re-watching Parks and Rec and The Office. Um No, 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 no. But there's a purpose behind it because they're my favorite workplace sitcoms. So I, and I'm trying to write a new workplace sitcom. So... I have to just soak in everything that I loved from them, but I'm, um, you know, I'm, 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 I'm always watching rom coms as well. I accidentally watched a tragic film. What was it? After we collided. You know how, like, you you really watch a genre, and and then like the streaming platform starts recommending a genre to you, thinking that. Why do you go and do that? And then I, go and I, just, I got curious. I was like, you know what? Why not? L- let me let me jump with this. Now, for those of you who don't know, the After series or the After We Collided film series, whatever they want to call it, is... Uh, all right. Quick pitch. It is Fifty Shades of Grey, but for kids. <laughs> How? Isn't that Big Mouth? That's Big Mouth, right? <laughs> you no, know, but like, follow me. So how it started... <laughs> was this lady she wrote fan fiction about a white woman who goes to college in america and somehow comes across harry styles from one direction yeah this is a wattpad book this is a wattpad book you you know it you know it already because i didn't even know what wattpad was until i researched what the hell i was watching yeah yeah so (laughs) so she goes to uni or college, as they say. Wait, sorry, guys. Out. Say that one again. A oh, what? What? What pad? What pad book? What I'll elaborate pad? in a minute. What oh, pad? Yeah, cool. right, yeah. yeah so, okay, cool. I'm, I'm lost. But yeah, yeah, go on. Okay, so with me. So goes to college, meets Harry Styles. Harry Styles turns her out. Okay, he shows her parts of her body she didn't know existed, and 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 this is this is. <laughs> This is prose, so there's a lot of detail that you can get to <laughs> with some prose, and, and it attracted a following of women who who also wish that they could get turned out the way Harry Styles turned out this child. So mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. When you say turned out, mm-hmm. can you be specific? No. <laughs> Beat to the I'm joking. Um uh, uh they fornicated in in a way that made her realize that 
fornication is nice. <laughs> I don't want to get grim. I could get grim, but I don't want to get grim. But you know, I, I was he, I was he, he like deflowered her. Hmm? He deflowered her. He deflowered, decluttered, destroyed, and dismantled this <laughs> child. Okay. And so that so it started off as a what pad as they said. Then it became a New York best-selling book. And then like she wrote a bunch of books, and now it's become this film series. Um, and now the film series has like been given so many sequels and everything. It gets completely slammed by critics, but these kids just love it because it is the 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 idea of it is just so marketable i guess and you know it being sold to me as a romance film is 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 where i was conflicted <laughs> i just i didn't get that from the film i watched i got that this this woman this child she needs help she needs to be saved from this british man who keeps turning her out in the shower and and I don't want to see that, and I don't want my kids to see that. I don't even have kids, but I worry for them. But yeah, man, I came across that accidentally, and it just traumatized me. Thankfully, I only watched one film because I have this bad habit of like when I start a film, I have to finish it, and if I start a film that's a sequel, I have to stop that and watch the first one first and truly understand the story. It's just something I do. But this one, I was like, I can't be bothered because I'm already. That's all right. Um, Dylan Sprouse was in it. He was great. Shout out to him. Nah, what's, nah. what's the what pad? So basically, okay, so I used to be an avid reader when I was a teenager. So mind you, this is the era of, let's say, high school to university. So um, Wattpad was something that allowed normal people to create their own stories and it gave them a platform for them to share these stories. And most of these times, these were like short novels like they wrote their own um what's it called virtual novels and mo- a lot of the time there was a lot of sexual themes that were thrown in there i would say it was the era of twilight as well so there was a lot of themes of like um it wasn't was it 50 shades of gray era i don't know but a lot of things of like vampires werewolves um in terms of being submissive there was a lot of submissiveness there was a lot of like boss and worker type of dynamics and like I, it, it was it was very seedy like the whole the whole Wattpad era for me personally now that i'm older and i look back on it i'm like I don't think kids should be exposed to all of that <laughs> because it's very accessible and anyone can write any story on there. Mind you, however, it, there were some great stories on there as well. Like there weren't just all of that seediness. There was also amazing stories that explained love in a very like, not even sensual or romantic. It was just a very touching way like there was a lot of amazing things on there but the seediness kind of like mm, how 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 much does it weigh when it's put against each other i don't particularly know but yeah i know that a lot of movies have been made from what had books as well and as you were saying like the premise of the movie i was like yeah i know this yeah yeah it was one of the ones that were told to me and i was like this is ridiculous like this is ridiculous but it had such a following like people loved it there was like gang stuff 
oh my gosh there was gang there was celebrity fantasies like they had their own breakdown of the genres as well and when you guys saw the breakdown i was like oh it's, it's a lot it's it's it, it was a lot a lot what pad what pad was an interesting time very interesting time i don't think there was a lot of guys on there though i know there was a lot of girls i spoke to about it but not a lot of men so i'm happy that we can have this conversation with yeah. two men yeah. i feel you look so disgusted when we're talking about kids are you guys over exaggerating or you're saying kids like what are you talking about here I mean, I was, let's, how old was I? I was like 15. So I was exposed to these things when I was like 15 onwards. Um, I can only imagine maybe kids that are like 12 will probably, I don't, I, I don't know in it, but I just know it was accessible, it was easily accessible. And if someone found a story they liked, they can just share, they can send it to their friend and be like, hey, this is a good story, you should read it. and everyone can read it there's no age limit there's no nothing like anyone can read it so okay, yeah so it doesn't sound that bad I thought you guys were talking about like eight year old no 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 well I don't know but I don't think so I don't think just, so I don't just, think like, just to clarify so people don't call me like a freak or anything but like um, when I say it doesn't sound that bad it's like that's around age I mean that's even like if you're talking about like 15 or being a teenager you learn about sex ed, sex ed, um, sex ed in school and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, it doesn't sound that obscene to me. But the thing, see, the thing is, yeah, it's not about it's not even the sex of it. I think for me, it was about the power play in the stories. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, men are the ones that hold all of the power, especially yeah. sexually as well. And there was a lot of manipulation. Mm-hmm. when it came to like the minds of the woman as well and loads of people were living out their fantasies through these stories and also it scared me because I was like there was no I don't want to say independent women that I read but it was like easily submissive like these the, the female characters were weak they were weak they were they were easily molded they were confused they they just wanted to follow whatever this guy did like they were so obsessed with men it was a lot of like boy craziness man craziness and to i found that a bit dangerous like that type of narrative being like perpetuated out there and sold out there to loads of young readers but that's what they wanted as well because things were popular because they wanted to read these things they were already into these things before i don't know but yeah they enjoyed it um yeah that was what pad though that was what pad um but i wanted to uh talk about sylvie's love and ask if any of you guys have watched it yes i love it so much yes oh, oh my god oh my gosh you know that uh after I, I a date it's I appropriate can't. to uh, uh kiss a uh, a little while guys when I watched it yeah like I felt like the the message I got from it was don't let your fiance or husband stop you from finding the the man of your dreams or the man that you love yep no yeah see see here's how I balanced it okay they set up very early on the fact that her engagement was a scam and so that's why i i i was able to buy the 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 real love story he was the red herring 
and they. He said, was so sweet, but the fiance in the husband, he was so sweet. He was a he great was? guy. Yeah. What film are we watching? Excuse me. What film are we watching here? I thought he was so sweet. Really? Yeah. Okay. I I thought his character was, for me personally, better than the the love interest. I I remember a distinct moment, yeah, where I remember sitting and I turned over to Derek and I was just like, well, "Why do we got to make the guy?" In this situation, be like this. So you yeah, almost feel good for her him. leaving. Mm. Like, if he was just an amazing guy, she would be the villain. But she's yeah. not. And she's the hero. The reason why is because he is an asshole. Kind of. yeah. I felt like I felt like she was the villain. Really? I felt like she was the villain. No, I hear that. I hear that. I like it's mad that you're saying because literally, I don't think he was perfect. I definitely saw his flaws, but also she had countless of flaws herself like all i mm -hmm, i saw a lot of wrong with her character she was very in my opinion she was very selfish until she came to the person that she wanted and then it's like i don't have to be selfish for that person but for everyone else i can be selfish but that's life i guess when you like it's like when you like a guy you're nicer to him than the person that you don't like. So you can treat the person that you don't like worse. But in my head, it's like, just treat everyone nicely and be honest to that guy. But whatever, she did what she did. I, I thought she was the villain, but you know, go, go what you No, I hear that, I hear that. Because if she did what you what you just said, there'll be no film, so. <laughs> I get that. I mean, that's the problem with me. I'm not trying to have good films. I'm just trying to have like, happiness. I'm just trying to have kindness and happiness, you know, mm -hmm. being portrayed. What do you think though, David? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I get what both of you guys are saying. I think it was well balanced because we also got to remember the the context in which this is set. Like, I, the the scene that I'm thinking in my head of where he was being shown as the butthole is like she's excited about her new job and everything, and like she's like trying to do all of that, and then he's like, "You don't need to do that because I've just got this promotion. Focus on that, then we're good." You know, he was there with it. And he was dismissing her um, her new job, the thing that she was actually passionate and excited about. And so obviously us watching that in this day, we'll be like, that's terrible. How can you do that? She's a black woman. But in that day, that was like, that was kind of a bit more normal. normal paradigm, yeah. Yeah, not to say that it was right, obviously, but it was just, it's, it's what he knew. Yeah. You know, so, so I don't think that particularly made him a, but whole, but he was but ish because the way he handled it, yeah, the way he handled it, and like you can visibly see that the person you're supposed to Stacey, love Stacey's it. Stacey's got her hand up. Stacey's got her hand up. I'm let Stacey go 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 through. No, can I just ask then? So when the actual love interest decided to ask her to move to a different state and then start all over again from her job, he was just perfect there. No, he was, he was acting the same way. He was acting the same way because again, they're still in that context. But she was she was okay with it by that point. Because when you like somebody, <laughs> it's pretty privileged. <laughs> Literally, that's what it is. When you like somebody, you're like, yeah, well, well yeah, like that makes sense. Yeah, I'll my life, whatever, you know. No, but you guys, no, you guys can't, you guys can't say that and not say what what happened afterwards, where he basically breaks up with her for her so that she can stay and do her job. Mm -hmm. Which I didn't like. I don't like that ish. <laughs> why? I don't like that ish. Because why, why are you not honest with me? Like, if we decide to make a commitment to each other, don't break up with, don't, don't speak for me, don't do things for me, don't take away my right. Like, 
don't do all of that. Be honest with me. Let me make my own decisions. Now you went to make your own decisions. And mind you, we had a kid together as well. How dare you make all those decisions when we have a kid together as well? <laughs> you're going to leave the kid and try to do, make me do this alone because you're oh trying to God. help me out? You're making me raise a kid alone to help me out? You must have lost your mind. I was so angry. I was so livid. How dare you? We have a child together. Sorry. <laughs> I swear he thought like if he told her the truth then she would go with him with the child like yeah that's what he did she would go with him she would leave her job if he told her the truth that's what he thought yeah yeah but he but she got another job set up she got another one set up so she figured it out kind of she was like you know what i still want to work there's a um i don't know if it was the same tv station but just a different branch but basically she would have been an executive she would have had to start from the bottom again by all means but also that's a decision she made for herself she said i'm good with that when she said i'm good with that who are you to tell me what's better for me like i said i'm good with that i wanted to keep my family together and now you you made this decision not including me go on and ruin the family because you know what's best right go on sir i was oh god damn no but sometimes everyone learns their lesson and everyone's happy and we love it black lives <laughs> no but no but sometimes sometimes you're not in the position to make the better decision for yourself but that's not for you. No one can decide that, though. I don't no, think but it's I feel bad. like sometimes you should let people decide that. No, I don't think so. Unless I'm dying, unless I've given you autonomy to decide that. But if I have not given you the right to decide that, please don't decide that for me. That's not but, fair. So don't you feel like you're ever in a position where your, your judgment would definitely be clouded by your emotions? No, definitely. But then I asked them, I would ask you then to then help me figure it out. But then if I don't ask you, I don't I don't like that. I, for me personally, like when I was watching it, I was like, don't make decisions for because firstly, she made the mistake of making the decision for um, them already by hiding the baby, which I thought was so flipping wrong. I was so livid at her for that. I was like, why would you do all of that? And then he made a decision for her and then they kind of balanced it out. They were like, Yay! They were like, we both f each other up, so we both are good. And I was like, why don't you learn from her mistake? Because you didn't like what she did, but then you repeated what she did, which to me kind of feels worse because you've seen the ramification of how she treated you, and then you did the exact same thing to her to try and for, with like the cover of it's for her good. I think a lot of people use that, especially in today's society. Oh my days! A lot of people will say, I watch Baby Boy, and a lot of the time when Tyrese was cheating, he was like. I'm not telling you because it's for your good. No one knows what's for my good. Don't speak for me, bro. Like, I speak for me. Sorry. And you, one, one, one last thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I, I know, like, you want to be in control of, like, the things that, the decisions um, you make. Um, but you don't, you don't ever feel like someone will know what good for you more than you um i don't i don't think so i don't think because for me personally i don't think unless it's god i don't think so i feel like no one can live with it as well as i can live with my own decisions so i don't want to ever also not take responsibility for my action or like for my life i don't want to feel like someone else has driven my life in a certain direction i always want to be like you know what i made decision i lived with i can deal with it whatever because in my head now like 
I feel bamboozled. I'm like, but it's not my life. It's 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 what he wanted for me. So what what how I wanted to live my life is not actually what I wanted to live in my life. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. But it really got me. I, I think it was a really good movie, but honestly, it reminded me of that Twitter thing where they're like, don't let your, your boyfriend stop you from the the guy like of your dreams or something along those lines. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. Sums it up for me. I'm, I'm gobsmacked by this, but let's make it that's a, that's a whole other episode. So yeah, honestly, this has been fun. This has been fun. Good to, good to be back <laughs> on the pod, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun guys been fun I'll catch you guys Ooh. later then okay see you bye peace peace out yeah 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 yeah